This is really about being free to create what you want your life to look like. We each are our own hero. And how do we take the challenges that come our way and see those as the birth process of us becoming heroic? Can you meet that judgment that ultimately will surface with neutrality? This is the Wall Street Coach Podcast with Kim Ann Curtin. Welcome back to the Wall Street Coach Podcast. This is Kim Ann Curtin and Lucas Peterson. How are you, Lucas? I'm doing well, Kim. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Today is the podcast extravaganza day. <laughs> yeah, you have a bunch today. <laughs> Three podcasts in one day is a lot. So uh, today, you know, Lucas and I were talking before we recorded today about the topic and one of the tweets that came upon my Twitter handle last week or two weeks ago was an interesting conversation about receiving. And I thought this might be a good topic. I luckily had Lucas agree. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like we I feel like we touched on this uh, a while back, like around I think it was like Thanksgiving or the holiday time when we, wow. when we started. Um, but we co covered it with a lot of other things, and I'm I'm interested yeah. to see where we go with this today. Yeah. But Good. yeah, me too. The, the idea of sense. receiving makes yeah. sense. We did it at Thanksgiving because of the time of year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tell me, uh, tell tell me what you think about receiving, Kim. <laughs> well, I was just noticing this gentleman on Twitter. Uh, I spoke about a couple of books. Uh, I think it was the Voice Within. Uh, treat. Uh, God, it just blanked out on Mike Martin's book. Uh, the Inner Voice of Trading? The Inner Voice of Trading. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was that book that I spoke to. And this person said, you know, how much it changed his trading. And then I said, you know, congratulations for, you know, he spoke to applying what he learned in the book to his trading and that he saw a change in his trading. So I complimented him. Good work, good work at applying what you learned into your trading. And then he said back, um, oh, no, the thanks goes all to, you know, Mike Martin for writing the book. And in that moment, I thought, huh, I think it's hard for this guy to receive a compliment, you know, um, because if it's hard for you to receive a compliment, then perhaps it might be hard for you to receive in general. And if it's hard for you to receive in general, wouldn't that be impacting what you receive in trading? I think you're right. <laughs> I, think, you? I think it can be, yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I'm sure that to some degree, he's just trying to be humble and being like, you know, uh, sure. this was, this is not my, these are not my words. These I'm just, you know, but, but like you said, uh, to be able to take on and learn from that and, and yeah. grow with that, that is all part of receiving, I believe. So, yeah, well, that's all part, that's all him. Like, okay. Uh, Mike Martin wrote an excellent book, but, but if you don't do anything with what that excellent book he, this gentleman took the discipline, the time, the effort to be uncomfortable, to apply what he learned in that book. So at the end of the day, you can read somebody's amazing book and not do a damn thing about it. Yeah. yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard to apply what you learn in a book. It's going to be hard to listen to, hard to be with advice and live it and practice it. So once 
once that person puts the book out there and you take it and run with it, that's no longer that author. I mean, yes, it's a continuous circle, but it's like you get to take credit for being the disciplined one who applies the philosophy you've learned. Mm. So I love gratitude. I'm all about gratitude, but it felt somewhat like a deflection of his own contribution to himself. And that's what I picked up on. And then I just, you know, as I responded back and said, you know, hey, actually now this is you, this is all you. So take a bow because um, you took those words and did something with them. And I think what I notice among, you know, it's a generalization, certainly not a scientific study, but it seems to me that men really struggle with receiving compliments and receiving acknowledgement, and they will quickly pivot to their mentor, their teacher, their book, the this, as if they want to deflect attention from them. And I think it's because at the end of the day, to receive you know what you have to be to receive? What? <laughs> vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, you I think you do. Vulnerable. You have to be open and, and vulnerable. And Men don't like to be vulnerable. That You guys are culturally indoctrinated to definitely not be vulnerable. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. tricky. I think it's tricky. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think, um, I, you know, this, this it, like you said, it, it transfers over to trading it transfers into um uh, basically every other part of your life right like um in in many ways i'm sure that this you can see this as like how people receive love and how people receive affection and if they're uh, yeah. not willing to be open to that as well can completely yeah. shut that out yeah um, for sure but if you're not open to love or affection you know there's a really good reason like you didn't get you know this, this isn't something you, one friend used to say to me, I didn't get it licking it off the wallpaper in my house, Kim. <laughs> you know, so like it, <laughs> it's coming from the environment. There is an environment with parents and the way things roll in your family of origin impacts. It impacts your attachment style, right? Mm -hmm. Attachment style, which we've talked about and was one of our episodes with Alison Halquest. She talks at length about how, your attachment style has puts a, a kind of a template upon you around how you react, respond to the good, the bad, and the ugly the rest of your life. Yeah. So I think what I ultimately want the listeners to take away from this conversation today is if you haven't done any work on yourself around your relationship to receiving, that would be a great place for you to look because unconsciously you might stop yourself from receiving in your trading. Now, obviously it's going to show up in other ways in your life, but because we have a tendency to talk about trading ups and downs, we're putting a focus there, people. But if you look at your day-to-day -day life and you notice that you never receive compliments and that you have a tendency to dismiss or downplay your wins, it's going to show up in your trading in a costly way because you need to be able to receive when you yeah. are doing the work. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, you know, I, I think about, about this as well as like the idea of 
like getting what you deserve. And I think a lot of times we conflate that idea, like with the idea of like hard work and then what shows like what comes out of that. Um, so yeah, I wonder, I wonder what you think about that. Like when you receive, like how much, like is the, it does your like perception of the work you put in, like, what does that, And that's touched upon by Celeste Headley in her book, Do Nothing, that we currently have had a culture for, you know, since the Industrial Revolution, constantly, constantly teaching us that effort equals value. And I also believe that that can be, excuse my French, a bit of a mind fuck. And it makes and forces people to be brainwashed into believing that only they only have a right to receive if they earn it. Mm-hmm. And this is very tricky because I'm talking kind of like very macro spiritual concepts here. On one hand, I'm sensitive to the fact that there are new traders potentially listening to us I'm not pretending like you can become a baller overnight by, you know, watching the movie, The Secret. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. However, there is some kind of every, if, if, you know, if you believe, and I'm, and I'm not anti the concepts of the law of attraction either. I believe in them. I think the, the secret left a lot out, but there is, there's a there's kind of two extremes today, it seems to me, that I can just think good things and everything's going to fall into my lap, or I have to really work hard and that's the only way to ever have things come to me. Mm-hmm. And I think both of them, both of those perspectives are two sides of the same coin, believe it or not. Interesting. They They are not the place of neutrality. And, you know, I'm just, even for myself, I absolutely grew up believing that hard work, you know, is what you had to do to achieve certain uh, money or success or so on and so forth. And I, the more and more I dive deeper into my own spiritual practices and have been very fortunate to work with some really gifted spiritual teachers, the more I realized that that is just a conditioning from the culture. Yeah. And that it, it, what you know, Landmark Forum and Landmark Education really taught me that we are storytellers. We're telling ourselves stories all the time. And if we really believe our stories, we are ultimately going to manifest those stories because it's, it's what we're swimming in all the time. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, this is so. My wife and I were actually having a conversation that kind of went down this road last night. Um, she had been with a friend who is uh, very spiritual, very religious, um, and uh, you know, I was talking about like it's it's so nice to like have such a strong belief. And sometimes I'm jealous of of how strong hers is in like entrusting like that God has this plan for her. And then I, I was just thinking as you were speaking, I was yeah. like, I think of all the like. Um, you know, so many like athletes um, who just like are like, you know, I, I trust in, in God and they like he's really what's brought me here. And and sometimes I wonder if that in, in a lot of ways helps, uh, especially compared to people who are um, agnostic or atheist, because yeah. it, they 
think that like the universe or God or whatever it is doesn't have their back. And so it's just yeah. them against the world. And that, that seems really, that's, that's a lot to overcome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's a, that's yeah. It's a great, it's a great question and inquiry because I, I do wonder, you know, if that, it gives you an edge and, you know, even I think part of my exposure to Joseph Campbell and his speaking about mythology and his own spiritual practices. Like he, there's a great quote. I don't know if I'll remember it now where he, he says, you know, he doesn't, he, he, something about faith. He has this great quote about faith. And he said, you know, uh, I guess it was, a, he was talking about, he was at the New York athletic club, which is New York city. My dad belongs to New York athletic club. So it's a beautiful club. It used to be men's only men only. And this was years ago, you know, when Campbell was there and it was, you know, they were in the pool and he was uh, swimming in a priest, you know, you're naked. You were swimming naked then back in the day, you know, this is probably the, before it was certainly it was just a men only uh, sports club. And so, he, you know, the priest didn't have his collar on, so to speak, you know. And so there was a conversation about faith. And what Campbell ultimately was trying to say was that, you know, I don't, I, I don't, faith, for him, it was like, I don't even need faith because I have experience. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, I think his, the quote is pretty similar to that. I think it's just is like, it? I don't have faith. I have experience. Something along those lines. Yeah. 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 And I so I, I remembered hearing that thinking, wow. You know, and, and my own journey, you know, I have experiences. So mm -hmm. my experiences are what inform the faith or the belief or the universe has my back. But I do think for the people that don't have that experience, perhaps, or encounter, uh, then perhaps for some of them, it could be, you know, challenging because you yeah. feel like you said, you're on your own. Interesting. That's a, that's a, an interesting like perspective shift, um, that, that you can, can try listener, uh, <laughs> you know, just like think about some of the things in your life that have seemed, uh, you know, it, the way that like serendipitous or in whatever way. And it's like, what if that, what if that is an experience as opposed to like, uh, like you need to have this blind faith in the, the, right. the universe or the, this blind faith, faith in God or whatever, right. whatever that you think might be. A little out there like what if it's maybe that those uh you know chance meetings of somebody who then uh you met somebody else because of and then they you know and it just snowballs exactly. and here you are this is you like this is where you are now and that's what's brought it's so many little coincidences that have brought you so to many, this point so many little coincidences you know do, do you remember that movie amelie did you ever see amelie Emily? Uh, it was it was a French film, and it was just it it kind of featured some uh, serendipity and you know happen happenstance. I think happenstance also. That's another French film, where it was just you know one uh, the the it opened. I think happenstance opens with a butterfly batting its wings over the Pacific, and then you know the kaleidoscope of things that come all the way over to another country. Yeah. Uh, you know, because of that. And it, it's just how we are all also interconnected. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just pay attention is what, what's, you know, we're going down a rabbit hole in this conversation, <laughs> perhaps, but okay. what is, what are we advocating? We're advocating, be conscious of what your stories are. Yeah. If you can't receive compliments, how can you receive 
success in the market? How can you receive from your trading account? If you are coming from a place of only hard work creates uh, success, then perhaps there's opportunities where there isn't hard work involved that you say no to because you think you only only hard workers get to have money, you know, and that's Napoleon Hill's book too, Think and Grow Rich. Um, and uh, what's the other one that's the science of the science of mind by Ernest Holmes, I think it's called uh, all of these books. And, and, it, and also there's, uh, you know, Lynn Grabhorn, her book, excuse me, your life is waiting. That was such a trip for me when I first read that I read that like, 25 years ago, way before The Secret came out. And I was like, oh my God, who can I talk to about this is such <laughs> out there stuff. But then if you dive even a little bit into quantum mechanics, if you dive even a little bit into Schrodinger's cat, where the concept of even observing a scientific experiment changes the experiment, yeah. you could go down lots of rabbit holes. And I recommend it because yeah, in, them, <laughs> in them, you get forced out of your complete perspective of what you think is so and you know if you're not getting what you think is so challenged at least once a day i don't think you're going to grow yeah yeah that's uh that's why i always recommend you know people read whatever they're comfortable reading it's like okay now read the opposite uh just because yes. it's uh, yeah you gotta, to you mix gotta it be up. aware of that to mix it up i, I recently read jawad mian's book who is somebody I'm a huge fan of right now, you know, plan to be forever. Probably he's just done. Uh, he's an investment advisor around macroeconomics, just mm -hmm. a genius of a man, very eclectic journey to finance, which I really appealed to me because I feel like I have an eclectic path into finance myself. Um, but one of the things he talked about in his book, Stray Reflections, which I have on my Instagram page, so I'm going to hold it up here. This is his book, Stray Reflections, highly, highly recommended people. He goes down so many rabbit holes. And there's this one part where he has the most diplomatic way talking about astrology. Like he mentions astrology, in such an incredibly intellectual, educated perspective. And he says something to the effect of like, you know, I'm no expert like on its accuracy and this, this, and this. And he just has respect for so many schools of thought, even ones that I think he maybe isn't necessarily a fan of or less, you know, a believer of. But his ability to sit in neutrality about all of these perspectives is inspiring. Yeah, yeah. He's also a a, a good follow on Twitter. If you're, <laughs> if you, uh, you know, I feel like everyone has Twitter nowadays. So just follow follow True. him. He's a, he's yes. uh, really interesting, and he's got a lot of poignant little uh, quips that he puts out there. And correct, very well read man. He's yeah. read a lot of books, and and you know, honestly, there were so many books that he mentioned that he read, that I have read, that it, it was, you know, I wrote him kind of a gushing uh, email because I was like, I haven't met anybody in finance who's read the books, uh, these spiritual books that I've read. And like mm -hmm. to have a you know comrade that has read these books and has searched through these questions, you know, it, it's inspiring. So it was just, you know, I don't know. I felt a little less alone in the universe. You know? I was going to say, are you guys going to start a book club? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. 
I, I joined his uh, Slack channel, which has been fascinating. Very smart people in the room. Uh, but uh, I don't know if we're going to start a book club. But the, the first question when, you know, you introduce yourself to the community, uh, the question he asked was, you know, what's your favorite book? He, they wanted to know. And, you know, it was it, it was hard for me to do this, but this is a good example of me trying to learn, practice what I preach. I said, even though at the risk of sounding self-absorbed, my favorite book is my book, Transforming <laughs> Wall Street, because I work so hard on it. It asks so much of me and I love it and I'm so proud of it. I said, so, you know, I really hope that you guys don't think I'm obnoxious because I hope I'm not, but I really love my book. And, you know, luckily they were very supportive in their yeah. response back. But well, yeah, that's a, so. a really open ended question, right? Like, what's your favorite book? It doesn't, it wasn't, what's your favorite book you've ever read? It's, or that's true. <laughs> that's true. Exactly. That's why I had to say mine. Yeah, it's I think that's a great, book. I think that's a great response. How could it not be your favorite book? Exactly. I gave sure, like, like five years of my life to it, got yeah. a lot of gray hairs because of it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think there's anything uh, like that. But, you know, it was an opportunity, for, you know, and I have a lot of favorite books. So I could have said, <laughs> hey, here's about 17 of my favorite books. Um, but then I really thought, because, you know, one of the things we talked about too before this podcast is that in coaching, so many times your clients are wrestling with the very things you are wrestling with. And yeah. here I am, you know, on Twitter suggesting to this gentleman, he take credit that at that moment when I was on the group uh, Slack channel for, of Jawad's, uh, you know, straight reflections, I thought here's an opportunity for me to receive you know, myself, a compliment for myself that this is my favorite book. And, you know, there was that part of me like, ooh, am I going to look like I'm too full of myself? But then I thought, if somebody makes that presumption about me, oh, well. <laughs> oh, well, that's a great, <laughs> what's the, what's the right. problem with that? That's not right. your problem. Like they yeah. can do that. That's yeah. the place they come from. And that's their choice to kind of write me off. She's so full of herself. Look at her. She leaves her own book. She's trying to, you know, sell it to us or whatever they could have thought. Right. But, but I, I think for me, like I have to learn how to be with that too. Even Ricky, Ricky analog came into my Instagram live yesterday again, which was so great. It's so much fun to have him. And uh, you know what Ricky's really good at doing? Telling everybody when we're in there to get on Twitter and tell everybody to come over. And I <laughs> always forget to do that, Lucas. And every time I'm with him, he's like, Kim, you got to crack the whip. Let's get the people in. And I'm like, you're a much better marketer than I am, Ricky. I have to remember to do that too. You know, like even in my, I, don't, I rarely remember and I'm going to do it now, everybody. Go to my website, thewallstreetcoach.com. Sign up for information because we have so many exciting things coming out. Uh, please do that. And if you like what you're hearing here, we're going to ask you to please go into iTunes and give us a review because that really helps a lot. And please give us a comment because YouTube just doesn't give you any priority if you don't give comments. And we want to know <laughs> what you want us to talk about so we can satisfy your requests. Yeah. So there, I just did a little plug. Yeah, that was great. So, okay, yeah. good, so good everyone time. keep the podcast going, but go to YouTube and ask us, uh, say what you want to hear from us because exactly we'll make it happen or just curse us out. It, it doesn't <laughs> matter. The algorithm will be happy. Your comments. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but yes, we would love to receive a comment. Mm -hmm. uh, we would love to receive you to sign up for our newsletter. 
<laughs> yes. Because, yeah, we're putting out a, a lot of stuff and for sure. some exciting things coming. For um, sure. For sure. We, and also who you would like to see on this podcast. Like, are there, you know, we were very fortunate to have some really great people right out of the gate, including Matthew McConaughey. And if you haven't seen that uh, episode, you definitely want to listen to it. Um, but, you know, let us know. Do you want us to talk to traders? Are there traders <clears throat> you can specifically mention to us? We'll, we'll track them down and try to get them on. Is it, is it around the emotional intelligence? Do you want to hear more about attachment style? And, you know, even trauma, right? I've been advocating a lot on social media. Everybody check out Gabor Mate's uh, book, In the Realm of Hungry Ghosts, to understand how you tick. And he also has a documentary coming out that's only available for a short time called The Wisdom of Trauma. Uh, and that will only be out, I think, July 28th through August 1st. I'm not even sure when you're going to see this, but uh, hopefully that movie will be released eventually. But right now they have a promotion. But he's got his, he came on Instagram live the first time uh just the other day uh and he has a slew of talks on youtube as well that if you want to know who gabar mate is and his philosophy uh and he's also been on tim ferris you know for any trader here you guys probably are into tim ferris his conversation with tim ferris a couple years ago uh i think actually helped tim come forward about his own uh childhood sexual abuse that he had endured uh, because the Gabor Mate interview that Tim did preceded that probably by six or nine months. Uh, and no doubt, you know, listening to Tim's harrowing journey and how the pandemic is why he, he just wanted to make sure that his story got told and before he died, but he was afraid to really come forward with it because it was such a challenging story and he didn't want to look like a victim and all of that. Uh, so he recorded it during the pandemic. Why? Because he was afraid, God, maybe, you know, we're all mortal. The pandemic forces you to look on your mortality a bit. And he said, I'm going to record this podcast and not release it unless I die. And then after he did the podcast, he realized, I can't do that. I have to be with the dragon and let it be released now. But if you haven't ever listened to Tim Ferriss, you know, conversation about his own journey, you've got to listen to it. It's, it's quite something. And the Gabor Mate interview he did was, you know, months before that. And what you hear from Gabor Mate talking about trauma, even for Tim, like he does a little mini session for Tim in, in the interview, it's profound. And you can see some something's happening for Tim. Something is being bumped into, as we all have. We all have trauma of different, you know, levels, uh, yeah. and I think it's important for people to understand that that is going to be impacting your trading people. You may yeah. want it to not, but it's impacting you. Yeah, I think it, it it impacts every part of your life, right? Like we're all just a walking fleshy thing of our experiences. So that's it. That's exactly yeah. right. So the more aware you become, the better chance you have at being able to manage it and be able to navigate it. So this is, this is not about like, great, I'm going to go down this rabbit hole and then what, Kim? No, what you're going to see is you're going to have the opportunity then to notice, wow, is it even one guy I remember, it was in a speak coaching, I think of Instagram, he said he was getting very angry every time he, uh, you know, had an issue in his trading. And I said, well, let me ask you, outside of trading, how do you handle it when somebody cuts you off when you don't make the green light? He's like, yeah, I'm pretty angry all the time. And I was like, you know, how, 
it's not like it's just your trading. Look yeah. at the rest of your life. Yeah. Look at the rest of your life. The pattern, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. Wouldn't it be good to know what, how that machine, the vehicle is working under the hood? Like you don't ever not look under the hood of your car. You got to put an oil, washer, wiper, fluid, whatever. <laughs> how often do you open up your own hood and look inside? Yeah, examine it a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Find out if the cable is rusty. Yeah. Find out if the battery is close to dead or corroded. Like, what are you going to do? Just yeah. let yourself, you know, which go is, to hell it, in a handbasket? Yeah, which is exactly, you know, what, what we were talking about at the beginning. It's like, if you can't receive a compliment, how easy can you receive uh, money? Uh, how easy can you receive other things in life? Because uh, okay. it's usually, we usually don't, have the ability to compartmentalize in certain areas Correct. really so yeah correct and and if we think <clears throat> it's only going to be if just look at your beliefs look at your beliefs write them down what are the ones you are so committed to what are the ones that you feel the problem is beliefs sometimes collapse with who we think we are and that is when it gets dangerous because you are so much beliefs are simply thoughts and thoughts are not your identity you are not your thoughts you have thoughts but a lot of time even even the way people speak and even the way i speak you know when somebody says like how are you doing i'm frustrated no i'm feeling frustrated i am not frustration i'm not <laughs> anger yeah i am yeah. feeling angry i am feeling frustrated i am feeling apathetic but to ident self-identify uh, with those feelings is, cuts yeah. you cuts you off. It's interesting. Um, this is uh, so. This is. I mean, I, I bring it up all the time. I feel like, but Brene Brown, when she talks about um, in her book Daring Greatly with uh, uh, one of her kids, it's like uh, she she did something like I don't know, spilled something, she, and she, Brene says that you, that was bad. You're you did or that was bad, and she said I'm not bad. I did a bad thing or something like that. Wow, <laughs> because, that's like, fabulous. Yeah, because that's just how she speaks all the time. Because it's, all the time, just, yeah, totally. That's awesome. That's really yeah. great. It's really great. I think it takes practice, you know, and uh, a lot of times it, it, there's a quote I know I have somewhere in my book from. Uh, a little book like a decorative book and it said you know you're not your car you're not your bank account you're not your education you're not your body you're not your political party you're not your favorite rock band like, you're none of these things you know yeah. you're so much more than that but and even Matthew McConaughey has a part in his book green lights where he talks about the he was in the Amazon he was not really kind of settling into the place and this scene where he takes off his, you know, clatter ring that his dad had, which is the symbol of his Irish heritage. He takes off his American flag hat as an American. He takes off like, uh, I don't know, a necklace he got from a shaman or something like he just, he just strips down and, and he says, you know, I had to, I had to kind of like get back to who I am without these labels. Yeah. And that's, and I think labels and beliefs, they're, they're kind of in that same ballpark, you know, just yeah. identify your beliefs, identify the labels that are so important to you. Um, and just get curious about them. Don't make yourself wrong. Just get curious about whether those beliefs are they all serving you. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe question like, 
where they came from, where they originate, why, why did that? And then you can pull on that string for a while and see where. Exactly. (laughs) Cause it's the way it was always done. And that's the way my mother did or my father did it. Like, and it may be generational, but you know, do you want to just be living from a default setting or do you want to be living with intentionality and to let go of those things that are costly or not as frictionless? Yeah. Maybe there's more friction in your trading than there needs to be. Yeah. And maybe just being able to receive a compliment is the door to that opening up. Yeah. And this, uh, I mean, it goes back to the idea of like working too hard sometimes. I think sometimes we, uh, uh, I feel like I said this once on one of the Instagram lives that I filled in for you, but it's like, yeah. You don't, it's, sometimes I think we make trading harder than it is um, mm-hmm. uh, just because we want to do more. Uh, earn it. You yeah, want to earn yeah, it. Exactly, right? And it's, uh, and, and not that it's easy. And by no means am I saying that trading is easy. It's very difficult. Yeah. And it takes, the weird part about it is like, it's unlike anything else. You have to put in a ton of time and a ton of work where you're not making anything. And then it compounds and you can start making money really fast. And that can feel really weird. I can feel yes. uh, uh, really uncomfortable. So yeah, that's um, it. That's it. Yeah. You have to be aware of that so that you can receive that. Yep. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And speaking of which, if you guys don't know, I do do an Instagram live for 30 Eastern after market closes on Tuesdays and Thursday. When I can't make it, Luke's uh, substitutes for me wonderfully so but please come and check us out there uh we've been very fortunate to have some amazing speed coaching with people who volunteer in the room but we also have you know guests that come in all the time that that are full of wisdom ricky analog who's uh amazing trader he's uh what what is his twitter handle is it just ricky analog i I think think it's just instagram yeah Yeah. Yeah, uh and he dropped some pearls yesterday so sometimes we have somebody unexpected in the room. And uh, sometimes we just have, you know, other traders who are trying to work through their day. And we'll do, I'll do, you know, a little riff on a topic that I think I'm seeing among traders. And then we'll do some speed coaching. So feel free to come into that uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And they sit on my Instagram page at Kim Ann Curtin uh, if you miss them. So you can watch them on a later date. Yeah, definitely. Definitely check it out. Cause it's yeah, it, but, but this is just me, me confirming that definitely check them out. Cause a lot of times okay. you'll see, like, even if you don't want to get coached or um, you can definitely just ask questions in the, in the, during That's the feed true. and, uh, and you, you, just be there because if other people are asking questions, it's yeah. it very well could be something that you're bumping into as well. I've seen Absolutely. that time and time Absolutely again. Absolutely true. That's very so. true. And it's also a very supportive group of people. Like oh, everybody yeah. has each other's it's back incredible. there. Uh, very, very encouraging to one another. And a lot of treating buddies have formulated from yeah. that group where I've also always been an advocate that you have a friend who's in the thick of it with you, perhaps at the same level as you. So you can kind of hold each other's accountable, have each other's back and not feel so alone and isolated. And, you know, some of the people that have, paired up in that group, you know, they have some really great stories about how productive that's been for them both. So it's a good group. I think you guys will dig it for sure. For sure. All right. So we'll wrap it up here. We'll put, you know, any references. We have a tendency to (laughs) wax on and go down a few rabbit holes. We'll put those. I'll try to put the uh, 25 books that we mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) 
Maybe just the ones we talked about at depth. Exactly. We, we have a tendency to talk. I've had a lot of references, but you guys can Google. <laughs> Lucas spent hours trying to get all the links to everything. Just Google. Just Google it. Um, and we hope to see you. We're going to have a guest, I think, for our next episode. So again, let us know what you think of these. Let us know what you want to see here. And uh, tell your friends, if you like this podcast, tell your friends about it. Tell your other trading comrades. And let's uh let's build our group up so we can be more supportive and you know help one another out so until we meet again i'll say aloha for now thank you for coming thank you lucas and we'll see you next time on the wall street coach podcast this has been the wall street coach podcast with Man curtain you can find out more about her and her team online at thewallstreetcoach.com if you've enjoyed this podcast please consider leaving a five-star review on itunes Thank you for listening.